This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Uh, we have sort of a problem here. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening. Doesn't really matter when it is that you're listening to this. Happens to be afternoon here today, though. But, as always, this is the Blurring the Lines podcast, episode number 57. I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Adam Bell. Adam Bell Adam? from Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> from Nashville, Tennessee. I heard something about Nashville. Nashville was in the news earlier this week, was it? With the daughter, uh, son of the mayor? The son of the mayor. Um, Dying of an opioid overdose? Oh, really? I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I guess so, because somebody said that Megan Barry is the mayor. Mm -hmm. uh, it goes to show I'm not up on the news. <laughs> Lucky you. Lucky me. <laughs> Although if you were following the news today, you'd hear that Trump fired Steve Bannon today. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. No. That one. So, you know, anyway. Did, did but, he bring uh, him into his office to say, you're fired. fired. <laughs> you're fired. I don't know. He might, have, he might have or he might have just tweeted it to him. <laughs> yeah. hard to tell. Need, a, need dramatic music and we need a commercial break right before this message is delivered. Right. <laughs> I haven't actually looked. I'm kind of curious though. Twitter.com slash the real Donald Trump. The real Donster. Donald Trump. Let's see if he has anything on there. Uh, real Donald Trump. I have directed U.S. Cyber Command to be ele elevated to the status of a unified combatant command focused on dot, Focus. dot, 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 cont, colon. Okay. What is that? I'll continue? I, <laughs> I mean, cont. This is, this is a G-rated podcast. Was, we can't. Four <laughs> dots. I don't, I don't. He forgot on cyberspace operations. I have directed the United States Cyber oh. Command be elevated to the status of a United Combatant Command focused on cyberspace operations. Huh. Don't see anything about Steve, you're fired. Steve, hmm. you're fired. Well, you know, fired. if it's too bad that we're honest, hardworking people because we could go to china and get all in this cyber attack war and make a lot of money at it <laughs> dude there are there have been a number of times when i said wow if only i was evil i could do all these different things but i don't i could i could rule the world if i were evil if I were evil, oh boy, that, that's another thing. There's something to add to the show notes. Um, I'll have to, have to find it, but there is a guide to evil overlording. Oh, nice. If you've never, if you've never seen it, it is hilarious. Maybe we should read it one day. I think maybe not today, <laughs> not but next today. week perhaps we should read the guide to evil overlording. All right. That I sounds like, that. like reading the guide to evil overlording. Oh, that's a mouthful Absolutely. for me. 
right today. Deep flow overboarding. Well, before we get so, too uh, far, well, before yeah. we get too far, I need to give the answer to our trivia. You do from last, last week. week. <laughs> right now, do we want to do that now, or do we want to wait until the trivia section and give that along with the new question? Um. Well, yeah, we can do it at the end. That'd be fine. <laughs> I mean, you can do it now if you want. I, don't we, care. I was thinking now so that uh, they would have a reason to hang around to hear the next trivia question. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. The answer to last week's trivia question. Go last for it. Last week's trivia question. Where did Samuel Clemens get the idea for his pseudonym, Mark Twain? You said you already knew. Do you want to give the answer? It was a u, u, yeah. It is a unit of measurement. It's used by uh, riverboat. Uh, is it the not the the captains? The boatman. Uh, Bo- yeah. Boatman. Boatman. Mm-hmm. River boatman though. But it meant. Uh, let's see. It's. It was like well, it was the mark on mm-hmm. the twain on the rope. Mm-hmm. And was it one fathom or two fathoms? Two fathoms. Two fathoms. Okay. So mark. I knew it was a mark on the twain, you know, on the the rope. So. Yeah. There you go. Good job, Mark you. Twain. Daniel Clemens. <laughs> he was a smart guy, and I loved the episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation with him in it. <laughs> Some of the best time travel ones. They were great. Yeah. Yeah. So, so cool. Uh, yeah. So uh, a little bit of catching up. So um, as you know, I, I did tell you that I, I did recently purchase a new property. You did. And, uh, you know, eventually this will be my primary residence. So uh, in order to get everything ready there and stuff, I uh, have been, you know, looking at uh, various things that are required. And uh, so one of those things that I'm going to need to do is get Internet. Mm-hmm. So why would you need have, <laughs> why, why would you need internet? I know, yeah. I know. Who needs internet today? It's not like it's been deemed a basic human rights <laughs> right by some uh, different <laughs> people or anything. So uh, had this fun little adventure. I called Comcast. Well, I take that back. So at my old location, I had uh, at Verizon, right? Mm-hmm. At my last place, I had Verizon. At the place before that, I had Comcast. And then before that, I was in Vermont, where I've had a slew of different ISPs over time. Mm-hmm. So I had Comcast in Somerville and moved up the street to Medford, and I had Verizon. So it was wonderful. I had their Fios service there, 75 megabits up and down. It was wonderful. After two years, they jacked the price up on me. I said, well, you know, just, just crank it back down to 50 megabits per second, and they kept the price the same. You'll find so... You 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 have audio playing on your end somehow. Yeah, I'm trying to stop it. <laughs> okay. Who else is this co-host? Who's co-hosting our show? I didn't yeah. know about. That was crazy. It, okay. So moving on. So I, I ordered Comcast for the new location because uh, well the first thing I did is I said okay well when the you know when it comes comes time to move can I just move my FiOS service and they said oh we don't offer FiOS at that location <laughs> but you can get DSL you know maybe maybe 15 megabits down and five up and I said no thank you you're so cute so I said yeah that's adorable and I said all right well since I'm going to be using this place as my office in the meantime I may as well provision and get Comcast there so I looked around now I was certain that there was a plan that was 100 megabits down and 25 megabits up mm-hmm. that would have been perfectly fine yeah 
right? And it was going to be cheaper. Uh, it was it was going to include TV because you know it, when you buy TV with internet, it's cheaper than just plain internet alone because that makes a lot of sense. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. advertising and stuff, obviously. So uh, I said, okay, I'll I'll do that. You know, I'll just provision that, and there you go. So uh, I ordered it, and. Uh, didn't show up like I, I, I specified the option to do the uh, self-install uh-huh. self-install means you bring your own equipment or and or they mail you whatever equipment you need mm-hmm. now the equipment that I was bringing would be my own router and the equipment that I was not able to bring was my own standard definition TV box which I wasn't even going to bother connecting because I'm not going to be watching TV <laughs> So recall, this was a self-install, right? Mm-hmm. So I showed up uh, at the place last weekend to, you know, check it out. Things that, you know, plug in my internet, plug in the Comcast router, uh, plug in my, uh, I mean, my my modem, plug in my router, my uh, spare gear, get it all set up. And, you know, so then when the time comes, I can hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. And uh, couldn't get any internet access via my router. So eventually I pulled the router out of the mix, plugged the laptop in directly, and I get this splash screen that says, hi, you need to activate your account. <laughs> okay, fine. So I try to activate my account. It says, oh, you can't do this automatically. You need to call us. Okay, so I call. Now, it was on a Sunday afternoon. It was after hours. So I spoke to some dude in a call center in Southeast Asia who informed me that uh, for some reason he wasn't able to activate my account and I needed to call sales tomorrow morning. Fine. So I called sales the next day. And they're like, oh, yeah, your, your service has been canceled. <laughs> it's like, bye. I didn't even get it set up. <laughs> <laughs> How did you cancel something that hasn't even been set up? Like, oh, well, it shows here on the installation date, customer not present. It's like, so wait, you hold canceled? On. What? <laughs> so let me get this straight. They're like, well, the technician was there with with your TV box to install your stuff. I was like, it was supposed to be a self-install. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to mail me the equipment. Well, they didn't do that. And I checked. I confirmed in my email it was indeed a self-install. They sent a technician and the equipment. Didn't bother like telling me, calling me ahead of time or anything like that. And canceled my account. Didn't sound like so they left like, a note no. either. No, no. no. <laughs> so, so can you reactivate it? Oh, no. Oh, you know, the best thing is just go to the local office. <laughs> so this rocket surgeon doesn't even want to do her job and, like, you know, reprovision and access for me. So I drive to the nearest office, which is just a few miles away in Malden, right next door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I explained to the guy, now I, I got a guy there who does know his job and actually is, is pretty good at it, which mm-hmm. was nice. Um, and he's like, it was kind of, it was really funny because I'm in line, he's on the phone or he's sitting next to a guy who's on the phone and he is clearly getting fed up with this other you know, junior rep who is like screwing up left and right, promising the people the wrong things, trying to sell these Brazilians on um, the Latino package offering, which is all Spanish. Uh-huh. It doesn't include Portuguese, you moron. They speak Portuguese, <laughs> not Spanish. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm getting a chuckle. I mean, I, I'm kind of feeling bad for the guy who doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And I'm also kind of 
kind of sympathetic to the plight of the other guy who does know what he's doing and having to put up with stupid people. So Mm -hmm. kind of seeing both sides of the equation. Um, so then uh, I explained to him what's going on and he kind of like just shakes his head and uh, he says, okay, well, you know, we can set you up with this, that, and the other same exact plan. You know, here's the double play. Uh, it'll be cheaper. It's going to be like 60 bucks a month, hundred megabits. I'm like, great. That sounds great. Get home, plug everything in and like trying to log into certain websites is just not working. Things are timing out. It's slow. And I run my speed tests. I'm getting more than 100 megabits down, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But my upload speeds are like around five megabits per second. And like, for instance, I would try to log on to the Sophos partner portal mm-hmm. and it would just time out because it's just too slow. Yeah. So I complain and they said, oh no, your, your plan calls for 100 meg down and five megs up. That's what you're paying for. And I was like, I looked at it and sure enough, that's what I you know have on the description. Now I could have sworn somewhere along the line that it was 100 megs down and 25 megs up. Mm-hmm. But something happened, something changed, and I'm like, you know, and who knows, because they had to reprovision my account, and, you know, I might have, I, I like, sure, I signed the paperwork, said 105, great. So, uh, like, this is unusable. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, Verizon calls me back and says, you know, you can get Fios at your location. <laughs> and I said, say what? <laughs> What's that going to take? Yeah. Well, since this is a new install now, since it wasn't a move, mm-hmm. I have to pay the setup fee, which was $90. Okay, fine. Whatever. They bring it in. I essentially mirror the exact same service that I have at my other location. Mm-hmm. So I've got Fios at the, the, the office location now, too. The, you know, the, the 2B residence. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, oh, my God, this is Internet. And it actually just works. This is so nice. <laughs> The problem is the Fios servers comes into the basement, whereas the Comcast came into the basement and they, they had coax like run not very neatly or professionally to each floor of the other, you know, uh, of the other floors. Um, so what I had done was I had my router last week, you may remember, up in the top floor. Right. And, and that was working well. It actually had pretty decent Wi-Fi coverage throughout the building. Now the Verizon equipment and my router are in the basement and the penetration is not as good. Yeah. So yesterday I called around a couple of electricians and I'm waiting for someone to come and give me a quote on data cabling to do just like three drops, like one in each room, you know, give me each of like in the office room and, and the, uh, the, 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 the two bedrooms. Mm-hmm. So, and I will stop banging on the table. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I have a really sensitive microphone. So, <laughs> so, so have- that was, that was my uh, recent experience with Comcast. Do you have a yeah. roll of Cat Six that you could just? I have all the yeah. I've got the cable and uh-huh. stuff, but you know, for the the thing is, I actually want them to be placed in slightly different locations. Oh, okay. Because like the way it is right now is they just drill up through the floor. One of them comes into uh, a closet. 
which is not near any uh, electrical outlets. Yeah, okay. Doesn't really do me a hell of a lot of good there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one comes up through the floor and is near electrical outlets. But whoever did it was, you know, it was probably you know, someone's cousin or something like that. Just drilled a hole and pulled it up through. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Well, I, don't need a lot. I mean, in business, my general rule of thumb is think how many jacks you need and then double that. Yeah. For for home, I, I think I can get away with a jack in each room. I think mm-hmm. I'll be good. Yeah, because you've got a jack and then you've got wireless. So you'll be good. Yeah. Well, you know, it's I, it's interesting that, uh, I, of course, 5 meg is, is pretty light for any sort of uploading. But it still should have been, you still should have been able to browse the internet with five, uh, 100 slash 5. Because your command goes out at 5, but coming down. So they had something wrong. They didn't do something right. Yeah, I, you, you should, you'd think. But the other use case for me... <laughs> you'd <CPS>. think that... <laughs> You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, but my other use case is VPN access. Oh and yeah. If, right. So now I'm say I'm I'm at a client's site or I'm at the hospital or I'm at a home and I'm trying to route my traffic through my VPN. My download speeds over VPN are only going to be as fast as my upload speeds are there. Mm-hmm. So essentially, I just dragged all my traffic down to five megabits. And again, it was it was really surprisingly bad. You think, you know, five megabits, that's not bad. I used to be on dial up at 28K or even, you know, 14.4. But Mm -hmm. a lot has changed on the internet. It just doesn't work like that anymore. Yeah. Yep. So, well, so you you had Comcast. Let me tell you about my AT&T Gigapower, which is their fiber. <laughs> which I actually had I've I've been so anti AT&T for so long that I didn't even I don't even kid I try to pretend like they don't exist. <laughs> You're dead to me. You just ignore AT and T, and they would just kind of go away. Well, yeah, they they haven't. I I mean, I thought that maybe if I ignored them, that they would just go away. I didn't have phone, I didn't have internet, I didn't have TV, I didn't have anything with them, and I discouraged anybody from buying any of their products from them if they wanted to buy them. No, Comcast sucks though. Yep, but they suck less than AT and T. So, so a couple months ago. I, and I told him about this, where uh, the DirecTV woman was going from door to door selling DirecTV and then uh, AT&T Fiber. And I wasn't interested at all until she told me the price. It was uh, $70 for the AT&T Gigabit Fiber up and down. And I was like, $70? <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to turn down. Yeah. I was like, even if they only get me half that, it's... <laughs> I can't... Uh, I, so I was like, okay. I said, And then I said, well, in, in DirecTV, it's a package. Yeah, you don't have to get AT&T. Or you don't have to get DirecTV. But you can get DirecTV and AT&T Gigapower, Gigabit, for $150 a month. That's cheaper than I'm paying for cable right now. How long is the contract? Two years. Mm -hmm. Done. Everything's 
years. Yeah. Well, I I wanted to make sure that the contract was locked in my favor for two years. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I'll pay $150 a month for two years, even though I still my Comcast bill. I'm locked in until May, uh, but I was I've got a $150 bill on my Comcast, but that's 250 meg down, 50 meg up, and I couldn't cancel. I couldn't. I didn't want to pay the penalty on that. I'm like, okay, I've got gigabit as my primary, 250 as my backup. I'm an IT business owner. That really is not out of whack. I mean, reasonable. And I've had no problems. I mean, it, it pains me to say it, but I've had no problems whatsoever out of AT&T. I've got their their modem. I don't, it's got the wireless built in. I turn that stuff off. Um, I get a static IP. Um, I get or I get a static public IP that I can forward. I have to do a NAT to the firewall and then NAT it again. But I still have a public. That's what I do. I mean, I really can't complain about that. Um, but it's been a solid product. The only my only complaint is the the Directv. If it's going to rain, or if it's going to be cloudy, or it's usually more so in it's going to rain than it actually is raining. The TV will mm-hmm. blurb out. But I I, I ins- remember that. Yeah, I insisted on the the ground mount install, so it's on a pole in my yard yep. rather than on my roof or on the side of my mm-hmm. building because I didn't want yep. more anchors in my brick. And I certainly didn't want holes in my roof. So I was like, yes. So I'm, I, I am willing participant in that the TV goes out when it storms. I don't care because I've got gigabit fiber that's underground (laughs) and I can stream whatever I want. (laughs) No, I I remember those days I had, um, I had satellite, I had two different providers. I had direct TV and I had uh, Starband, Uh and I tried both of them. And I remember those days that, you know, like, Oh, it's getting cloudy. You know, Oh, TV just stopped. I'm like, okay, it's going to rain soon. Yeah. I had that exact same thing. It must've been something at, you know, the higher altitudes, like the, the clouds at the, the higher altitudes were able to muck up the signal. But once it gets down low enough and it's actually precipitating, they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I really can't. And, and it's got the DVR. I love TiVo. I mean, I stuck with TiVo since 2003 until this mm-hmm. year, uh, 14 years dedicated to TiVo's, but they gave me a DVR with it. The DVR plays downstairs. It plays upstairs. It records like five channels at once. I've got as much. I, I don't watch as much TV as I used to. Like I used to record a lot of stuff on TiVo, but now I've got a Hulu subscription. I've got a Netflix subscription and I've got an Amazon video subscription. If it's not on one of those, I don't need to be watching it. <laughs> well, that's the thing too, is like, I think I have HBO for three months included. And then the, it's like, I don't remember then the like TV channels start to cost more. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, between like I have Amazon prime, so I have some videos from that, you know, some stuff from Amazon. I don't currently pay for Netflix. Um, yeah, I'm the example where the, the girlfriend had Netflix, so I don't have <laughs> Netflix anymore. <laughs> no more Netflix. Uh, uh, if, yeah. Can Which, we, you know, can we still be was, friends? <laughs> 
you know, in preparation at the, you know, all the things in the, the with the new place and uh, and stuff, um, I've been spending money like a drunken sailor getting ready for that. But uh, I think I could probably still squeeze out an extra what nine or ten dollars yeah, a month for ten dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah. There's that, and then there's you know HBO because Game of Thrones. But I did the math. And I'm like, oh, okay, wait, my subscription should run until Game of Thrones finishes up. Then <laughs> yeah. I'll be good. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I so, uh, I can't buy Show uh, Showtime and HBO. I just I can't get myself to buy it. One, I don't watch enough TV. Two, yep. I don't. It, some. I mean, there was that bit on Saturday Night Live. I don't know if you remember. It's like. Uh, that looks like porn. No, no, it's not porn. It's HBO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I just don't. Need, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, I can see. I can see a good Christian guy like you having a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, myself, I'm not so encumbered, but hey, you know, to each his own. Yeah. Well, on some of the channels on uh, on the the Showtime, like the description is bad enough i'm like wow i wish i couldn't even see that channel i mean just the description i feel dirty oh goodness oh, maybe i should have gotten showtime <laughs> that was one of the offers though like um i think oh when i first signed up for verizon for fios at, at um at my at my other location not this time around i don't think they offered it to me but i remember them they gave me hbo and showtime mm-hmm. and then after two years i said just drop to the lower package and i don't care about losing hbo and showtime and like sometime within a couple of days they're like oh hey thanks for being a loyal customer here's a complimentary hbo adding on to your subscription yeah so i was like okay you know i'll take that thanks so <laughs> i don't know sometimes it's, and then you can you can get you can get all these different things in different places now too like you can get hbo through hbo go or hbo now mm-hmm. and i forgot can you buy it via amazon now too I don't remember. You can get Showtime via the Kindle uh, yeah. Fire, the Fire TV stick and stuff. So you know they're they're getting to these points. Like if you want these networks, you can buy them and you, yeah. know, you can do a month month. So you know it's funny I mean, though, Ken Ken Scott. I mean I've mentioned it before that, but he told me TV was going to be like this someday. That you just mm-hmm. you could just buy a channel and stream it via IP and. I was, mm-hmm. like, I was like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But there it is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. On demand. Uh-huh. Channel there on demand. Uh, lifetime, or not Lifetime. Uh, what was Mr. Robot on? Was it, was it Lifetime? It was USA. 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 Yeah. Yep. I tried to watch Mr. Robot Season 2 on USA. Mm-hmm. Too painful. Couldn't do it. Um, they had they had a quarterly commercial throughout it, uh-huh. which yep. I I sub I mean I if I'm gonna watch it for free I'm gonna have to watch a commercial I'm okay with that, yep. but what you cannot do is it doesn't remember where you are. There's no yep. like login, so I watched like. I watched like a third of an episode and I wanted to go back to the third. I can't, I've got to watch everything all over again. Like, uh, forget yep. it. Forget and, and, it. And, you know, C- CBS, I think is pretty much like that too. If you watch their live streaming stuff. So stuff like that. I mean, it's just like, uh, that, that makes me, it's not worth it. You know, maybe when it comes out on, uh, you know, on Netflix or one of the other, like, 
get the whole season at a time thing i'll watch it then yeah but i just don't care i mean okay i'm fired up game of thrones always has my my uh my interest so you know i'm dude, I grew up playing dungeons and dragons and reading lord of the rings and comic books and stuff so of course i'm interested in that but uh plus you know it's porn i mean it's hbo so. <laughs> yeah. yeah did you have you read those books i read the first one uh-huh uh, and by read, I actually listened to it on audio uh, book because I read really, really slowly these days. So, yeah. I just, you know, audio. It's, and it's 35 hours to listen to it yeah. on Audible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, yeah. that's a whole week of work of my life that I can't get back. <laughs> so much stuff going on on the HBO version, and that's the abridged version. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I did. I, oh, Belgian for a day. Nice. Yep beer beer note my uh one of my friends went to a uh a bar a week or so ago and oh my God, was there doing uh tastings mm-hmm. and he said oh if you order any one of our you know beers you get this glass which he thought of me he ordered he had the uh, rosetta which is their uh, cherry ale mm-hmm. and he, he had that and he brought me the glass thank you will very nice. sweet very cool so is the beer too <laughs> cool we did we talk about trello last week it was in notes last uh, week did we it was in the notes but i don't remember if we actually got into it <laughs> i don't think i don't think we did mm-hmm. um the only way to know is to look at lexi's notes <laughs> or to go back and listen to the episode again i can't <laughs> Oh yeah. So there was uh, no, there was a couple minutes of Trello. Alexi said there was twenty couple minutes of Trello. So I guess so. All right, we talked about Trello. <laughs> <laughs> it was only a week. Oh man. So you know one of those important things. You know we're talking about brain cells that you know got cleared and replaced. You know that was one of those ones, I guess. There you go. The Trello. You just took that panel and just a card or whatever they call them. Slid it across. Yep. Done. Hit hit the drop. (sighs) So, what else is going on? Well, there's a, what is it, 500-year event on Monday? The eclipse. Are are you coming to Nashville to see the eclipse? I wasn't planning on making the trip. I'm going to be in Boston (laughs) that week. (laughs) Well, I mean, everything's shutting down down here. Uh, Mm -hmm. There have been projections that uh, one like one million people are coming to Nashville to be able to see it here. Um, I don't know that those numbers are valid, but I sure do know that there's a bunch of people here. Traffic is awful. So, so yeah, we're going well, and uh, we are in Hendersonville, so we're like just like slightly off the path of the very center of it. But we're not going to be here. We're going to go to close to Sparta, which is like in the dead center of the path. <laughs> there's a there's a state park. The state parks in Tennessee are doing uh, where you can camp. Sunday night in the state park uh, where you typically can't well some of them you can but this park where we're going you can't uh, stay there but we can camp there and it's only tent camping there's no electricity there's 
a bathhouse, but there's no showers or anything. Uh, there's going to be bands, and then it'll be an evening of activities, and then in the morning there'll be things for the kids for entertainment, or, or you know, to teach them about the eclipse, and then we'll have the the viewing of the eclipse at all two minutes of it, and then when it's at full, and then we'll compete with everybody else driving <laughs> back home, <laughs> you know, after the moon Super Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, and apparently these don't happen all that often, and apparently they're becoming uh, less frequent. Well, yeah, they said, I mean, this one was a 500-year. I don't know about the frequency of it happening again. Um, well, and, and of course, it does happen like all, I mean, it has happened elsewhere, but it's never happened over us. I mean, not, maybe mm-hmm. it has, but it, the last one wasn't close to us. So we could mm-hmm. see kind of the effects of it, but it never went truly dark. And then there was a lunar eclipse, was it two years ago? Do you remember mm-hmm. that? And I yeah, took, I, I don't remember if I saw it or not. So. I I took pictures of it, but I'm not even wasting my time taking pictures of, of the solar eclipse because I took pictures of the lunar eclipse and they just weren't that impressive. I mean, you can't, there's some things you can't take pictures of and they mean the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, like taking pictures of it, I think there's going to be a lot more professional people taking a lot better photos of it than I can. Yeah. So I'll just watch it and remember it. Well, so. And you got to have some serious telescopic lenses going on and a consumer product. It's not going to cut it. And speaking of that, too, you got to get some serious lenses to protect your eyes if you're planning on looking at it. And yeah. I was hearing about, uh, on uh, I think it was the Wall Street Journal covered a um, uh, thing that uh, Amazon was apparently pulling lots of vendors who had scam devices that weren't really going to give you enough pr- uh, protection. It's like, yeah, who cares if people go blind because they used our product? I don't even understand that. I, I don't. <laughs> there are scumbags out there just trying to make a buck. You know, that, that hurts my heart. <laughs> Speaking of that, didn't you want to talk about selling today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's actually the the opposite of, of that posture. <laughs> not not selling like a scumbag, uh, but but how how it in business do you sell? Of course, I'm not an expert salesman. I just know what has worked for me and what has not uh, what has not worked for me. And you know, the hard part to sell somebody is somebody who doesn't want to buy. Obviously, mm-hmm. they don't want to mm-hmm. buy. But you got to convince them to buy in a way that you know it. It is almost their idea. And there's some people that you'll never. I mean, I'll never be able to sell to. There are people that can fool people into doing things. You know, so like, if I wanted to sell you on AT&T Gigapower and I started talking to you about it, you would be open to me selling to you because we have a relationship. You, We've already got a, you know, a kind of a communication going back and forth. So you're like, okay, yeah. I already trust this guy at least enough to have a conversation with him, to have an open mind about a product or service that he would want to get or talk mm-hmm. to me about. So that's what you got to do with your customer. I don't know why I had this epiphany, but you know, I had a conversation with a customer or a potential customer 
and I started talking to him and I didn't try to sell him at all as far as like buying from me I, but I was trying to sell you know but I was more or less telling him how what I was selling would benefit them realized like yeah if you had this da 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 you would you know and he he was very interested it's like hey i didn't i mean it's it's kind of it's just slightly shade different than selling but you it, it really you know, isn't though i mean it's, yeah, i guess people call it what consultative selling or uh you know this is when you're the trusted advisor yeah and you know i did find that earlier in my career uh when i did not sell things mm -hmm. it was easier because mm -hmm. i was just you know people would say hey what do you want and i would say go buy that mm -hmm. and you know that was easy and i a large part of me has toyed with the idea of moving back into that you know range again and just like getting out of sales altogether mm -hmm. and just say look you know here's our agreement if you're speaking to me i am on the clock yeah. that's it <laughs> you know, and then if you need me to procure stuff, you know, you want us or our office to actually, you know, get things for you, we can do that. But there gets to a point where some people are like, look, I'd just rather buy it from you. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that those were few and far between, mm -hmm. you know, most of the clients that I worked with was, you know, the small businesses were always cheap. They wanted the bottom line price. They didn't value their time worth anything. Mm -hmm. So if, it, if they had to spend five hours on the phone with Dell to haggle the best price and the cheapest configuration, mm -hmm. they would rather do that than buy a Hewlett Packard from me. So, yeah. you know, I was just like, this is just not worth the time anymore you know <laughs> so yeah. well and yeah and, that was always fun and there are some people that you can't sell on anything other than price um mm -hmm. though those people there's they're not worth fighting with anyway because yeah. it's, you're never going to please them it doesn't matter how good a job you do for them uh yep. but so you you find somebody who values the service that you provide and then you yep. sell sell that service you know i mm -hmm. i explained to well i was i was i was i was pitching backup and server recovery but not really because i told i told the guys man this product is the hardest product to sell because nobody sees the need until they've had a disaster and i said but mm -hmm. let's just pretend you had a disaster yeah <laughs> then i started i went into it and he's like man i need that i said <laughs> i said everybody needs that yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. we all everybody do i mean does need a backup yeah i mean Ooh, i even no do question. i've i've got my own i've got on-site i've got off-site you know this isn't you know i eat my own dog food here so to speak mm -hmm. <laughs> yep so but yeah yeah i don't know selling is uh, there, there's definitely an appeal and as i sort of like you know reevaluate life and my business I, i'm definitely you know leaning towards not having to not having to maintain the hassles not having to collect and pay sales tax not having to maintain all of these different uh accounts with vendors you know getting quotes and stuff like that it, it, yeah sometimes it, it's easy money and 
and other times it's just easy headaches mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you know for me like you know the the appeal of going you know purely a, a consulting route uh, is uh, is definitely something that's been on my mind a lot lately mm-hmm. now see i've gone um i'm powering through I mean, as far yeah. as like, I'm doing because I, I really don't like my job right now. I'm an operations manager, <laughs> as well as owner and procurement and sales and mm-hmm. HR. Well, you wear a lot of hats when you're a small shop. Wear a lot of hats, and and you're growing, but you're still a rel- relatively small shop. Yeah, yeah, relatively small. I mean, I'm small enough that you know. I mean, you could be, I could be wiped off the business face of the earth pretty easily. I mean, if some major IT company said they were, you know, uh, there are no real like major IT companies unless you're Robert Herjavec, but I'm not even in his league. But if he were to decide to squash me, he'd be like, dump, you know, <laughs> it'd be nothing. So, so, but anyway. Uh, Luckily, you're too small for him to notice. I'm, I'm too small for him to even care. Uh, yeah. But. What I have done is I've been working on, you know, like I said, powering through, going to the other side of that, and I've been working on my org chart, and I, I realize I don't want to be an operations manager, but the good thing is I've got a plan to get out of doing that, because I don't want to do it either. I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there is a I mean, you can get out of that. if you if, uh, We've been working through uh, traction. And that's been yep. a good source of helping me evolve the business to keep moving forward incrementally. The good old fashioned cash way, you know, we'll make it forward. <laughs> but I'll be able to, you know, I'm hoping two years from now I won't be operations manager, I will be integrator. integrator and visionary and probably still doing a little bit of sales engineering but managing the day-to-day stuff is a bummer Yep, it, it becomes, and you know, and I just never was at a point with my business. Well, that's not true. I did, I did hire someone to take it over at one point. For a while, it was good, and then I started paying attention and realizing that it was a royal screw up, and I had to step back into the reins again. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Ah, life, owning yeah. your own business—it's all fun and games. Oh wait. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) But you know what, though? As much as I complain about it, and I'm not really complaining, but it is hard. Um, I don't want to work for somebody else. I really don't want to be. I mean, you're talking about consulting. Consulting is one thing. But Mm -hmm. as far as, like, going back to be, uh, uh, you know, if somebody said, I want you to be the CIO of my company. Mm -hmm. Okay. How much money? 130. Uh-uh. Uh, 150, 170. Nah, nah. I mean, <laughs> we got to talk stupid money here. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, no way. I, I'd have a hard time. The right company and the right environment would make, you know, makes the whole difference. Yeah. And I, I, I was thinking that a lot. Um, I recently was approached by a friend who wanted me to come and work uh, with uh, him at this startup where he's working at now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the pay sounded decent, but it's not the kind of work that I've been doing and not the kind of work that I enjoy doing right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, eh. 
eh, not really, you know. And then, and then I was listening to him and his colleague talk about the CIO, or sorry, the CTO and the CEO and the issues that they have. Mm-hmm. And I saw like a presentation by these two guys, uh, you know, like demoing their product. Mm-hmm. And it was clear that like they think like this is going to change the world and didn't even have to like do much of a demo. They just figured like everybody would just kind of get it. And it was just like, uh, I'm seeing red flag after red flag here, guys. This is, I'm just not feeling it. Two, two enablers enabling each other. Bingo. You can do it. We can do it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Ooh, tell you. So, yeah, fun times, indeed. Well, we need, <sighs> we need to schedule an on-site soon. What a, site? Uh, I'm thinking a tropical site. A tropical site? Yeah. Cool. You know, a friend of mine, he probably forgot about it, but uh, like six months ago, a friend of mine invited me to go with him on a retreat to Cuba next month. Ah, nice. I should We're, message him and see if that's still on the table or if he's just going without me. Yeah. Yeah. We want to, this year is our 20 year anniversary, so we're going to go somewhere. Woo. Yeah. I know. I, 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 here's what are you talking about? <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't look bad for 30 at all. Not at all. <laughs> Actually, I don't look bad for 50. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like. I like saying that, you know, like, yeah, I had, I had my physical. What did the doctor say? He said, I'm in great shape for a guy who's 28. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. Well. All right. What else we got? Anything else? Are we wrapping it up? I think we're wrapping it up. I've got, Thank I do you. have the new trivia question, which I didn't consult you but let's let's hear it bring it on let's hear it all right so this week's trivia question is which artist painted a mustache and goatee on the mona lisa and this is a trivia it's kind of like uh trivia that your fourth graders should know (laughs) (laughs) all right i'll i won't i'll try not to ruin it right now so you know that one huh so no, far, no. Oh no. Okay. I, I, just, I just was gonna just start guessing random things, but <laughs> I, will, I will, I will refrain. <laughs> so, well, very cool. So next week we'll have a 500-year eclipse behind us. I mean, and hopefully it won't be an apocalypse where all the preppers say, "I told you so." Um. <laughs> <laughs> we go off the grid and you know everything and, and fiat money is useless and we'll have, yeah but you still have your fiber right i'll still have my fiber i might have to um light it up on my end i mean with the solar or something we might have to barter next week's episode will be barteringpodcast.com <laughs> Bartering the lines podcast.com. Bartering the lines. <laughs> Let's hope it doesn't come to that. No. All right. If you uh, have any awesome thoughts about uh, things that we've discussed today or things that you want to hear us discuss, let us know. Uh, next time we will plan on uh, the dramatic reading of Evil Overlording 101. Evil Overlording. 
awesome. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at blurringthelinespodcast.com. Just hit that. All the other stuff is there. Like us, write us a review in whatever podcatcher you're listening on. Like our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter. Do all the other mandatory stuff that everybody who hosts a podcast tells you to do. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And uh, I think it's time to... Hit the big red button! Big red button! (laughs) To contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast. And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us. 